Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trico Tidbits. That's a show with the awful name, but the fantastic guests. My name is John Yacoub, and I'm joined today by Eric Ching, Mayor Pro Tem of the city of Walnut, California. Uh, Eric and his family have lived in Walnut since 2004, and Eric has served multiple terms on the Walnut City Council ever since 2012. Eric, how are you doing? Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank our Lord Jesus Christ for allowing me to be here, to allow me to serve, and want to thank Tri-County for your invitation. I really appreciate it. And we appreciate you being here. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Hey, it's it's our pleasure. Thank you. And uh, did I miss anything? I, I know you've uh, you've got a lot under your belt. Uh, I know you've uh, you've worked as an executive in, in technology. You've been a longtime member of the board uh, uh, or the council at uh, at Walnut. Uh, what else is going on for you right now? Sure. Right now, I'm into serving our Lord. So I'm I'm part of a young life in Walnut Valley, as well as uh, uh, PPN Pastors Prayers Network. And among other nonprofit organizations that I'm part of. So I that keeps me pretty busy. Yeah, I can imagine. All right. And uh, let me ask you, Eric, what is it that you like about the city of Walnut? Well, city of Walnut, if you uh, first time you visit Walnut, is you drive our streets, you will not find a pothole. You don't see any graffiti. You don't see trash on the streets. You see our beautiful parks, nice neighborhoods, and, uh, you know, some beautiful stores. So that's the first thing you'll notice about Walnut. But if you see a little bit deeper, we have very nice neighborhoods, uh, you know, places people can raise their kids, family, and that are, we have a lower crime rates compared to many cities in California and, you know, even in the, in the United States. So, uh, you know, I, this is a place that I love that, you know, when I first moved here, immediately I know my neighbors and then, you know, get to know a lot of people. And when I was live a different city, uh, that didn't seem to be the case. So I think this is a very small town, kind of like family, friend oriented community. So it's just a very nice place to live. Gotcha. All right. And so, and you, you, let's let's look at that. You moved into the city of Walnut uh, uh, years ago. What inspired you then to get involved in uh, in your local government? Well, uh, I think at that time there were some development, uh, football stadium issues that came up. So I got involved and then, you know, wanted to see uh, how we're doing government and then community wise. And that's how I started to uh, pay attention, you know, on, on government issues and come to find out everything we do has to do with the government. The air you breathe, you know, the car you drive, the house you live, the street and everything has to do with government. So that's why I, you know, I pay more attention and uh, one day I decided to run for office. Okay, and I understand it's something to do with the uh, the red light cameras too, right? Yes, the red light cameras, as well as cell towers. You mm-hmm. know, many issues that people, you know, worry about and obviously, uh, you know, neighborhood crimes, property crimes and things like that. And then that's some, some you know, those issues are the ones uh, that I focused the last few years and let's, uh, I, now that you mentioned that, let's dive into that now. What do you consider to be some of the biggest challenges that are facing the city of Walnut? Sure. Walnut is a veteran community. Uh, we have many residential uh, houses, but we don't have uh, big box stores like other cities have. So uh, tax dollars to maintain our quality of life or city services will be a challenge in the future. Although right now we have more than 100% 
of reserve, but we don't want to deplete that. So we got to just, you know, be more careful and, and develop uh, income sources, uh, revenue uh, sources. And other things we're looking at as a uh, real estate business that you understand that uh, state of California, every two years, they will give each city a quota, it's called housing element, to force you to build more house, houses. And then uh, that will be a challenge for city of Wana is uh, we don't want Wana to change too much, but we do have to comply with the state regulations. So the, to balance that out, you know, uh, it's not going to be easy. Yeah, I see. So you're, you're looking for ways to make sure that there's responsible development. Yes. I see. Okay. And then, uh, so those are, I understand, uh, especially not, you know, without the big box stores, I know you were saying that uh, when we were talking earlier, you mentioned that Walnut's very, uh, very responsible and that you're, you have the reserves, but it's always good to keep an eye on things, right? Yes. So what we have done uh, since I got on the council more than nine years ago was that each time when the, when the employee leaves, we would uh, have that duty shared to other employees or we will outsource. So that way, uh, we, in the past nine years, we have reduced the city, the city staff members by about 20. But yet we still uh, keep very high level of service to our citizens. Mm. And that's something that we can be proud of. So that way we don't have to pay their retirement you know, uh, funds and things like that. I see. And so then, and, and I mean, given given the crisis that the state of California is facing, uh, I mean, that, that's a big source of uh, that's a big source of expense to a lot of municipalities. So I understand why that's happening. Yes, uh, many cities are facing uh, deficit issues, and currently we're we're okay. We're we're probably about breaking even, but yeah. I think you know uh, we're gonna uh, we already started looking at ways that, that we can create more revenues and uh, you know yet provide the similar services. Okay. And now, so we've talked a little bit about Walnut and you mentioned some of the, some of the serving that you're doing when you're not like serving the community in the context of, uh, of the city council. I mean, what are you doing with your time right now? Well, uh, I started a nonprofit organization last year, as well as uh, opening uh, treatment centers. Because as you can see uh, throughout California, even our nation, every city, big city or even small city you drive to, you will start seeing a, a growing population of homelessness, that issue. And so I wanted to uh, you know, do it on my own part, my own resources to help them. So uh, for the, just the last two months alone, uh, the, the foundation that I started with some friends is called One U Foundation. We're able to feed more than 150 families with the foods and supplies and provide them with the Bible. And same thing with the treatment center is called Arch Arch. ARCH stands for American Recovery Center of Hope. We're providing treatments for people with drug and alcohol addiction. So that way we also provide the Bible if they want one. That way, you know, when they recover, they can contribute back to our community. Because, you know, as you can see that uh, uh, the homeless population, uh, they're suffering many with uh, uh, mental issues and drug and alcohol addiction issues. I think by giving them the treatment that, uh, you know, we're kind of like, uh, you know, if you don't give them treatment, they're not going to get better. So mm -hmm. we want to give them the opportunity to uh, be able to come back and then, you know, to you know, be a normal part of society. I see. And, and so that's all that's that's all that's being done outside of the context of the city of Walnut. These are the nonprofits you're involved with, right? Correct. Wow. And then, uh, we also are uh, involved into with city of Walnut with the different churches. Uh, as I stated earlier, we have an organization called 
Pastors Prayers Network that consists of over 30 pastors in the area. So every month we'll meet. I'm not a pastor, but I, I'm involved in uh, finding out what uh, that we need to care about in our uh, community, what issues that, that we may have to uh, address. So mm. that way we can tackle as a group, uh, you know, to kind of like uh, resolve those issues and uh, to see if we can uh, make, make it better. This is our home, our community. We just want it to continue to get better. All right. Making it better. I like that. And yes. so if somebody like, kind of like if somebody's in that same position, they want to see uh, they want to get involved in their local government or their local community. What's a good place to start? How would you recommend they do that? Sure. I would say just uh, be a volunteer, you know, go to city hall or go to any school, you know, uh, organizations or or a community organization. Just, you know, do something. Uh, we have many groups in our city. There will be whether it be a neighborhood watch whether it be a Chinese American Association, whether it be a, you know women's club or senior clubs or things like that, uh, all these clubs are doing something. You know, it's very unique about our city. Is is these people when they get together, they all want to do something good for our city. That's mm-hmm. what make Walnut unique and then Walnut beautiful. So uh, just start with there and uh, you know kind of work your way. To, you know, you always need it. Your 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 thoughts, your contributions, and you know it's always your volunteer. It's always always beneficial to to our community all right yeah so just i mean i'm hearing volunteer get out there make yourself available see what happens yes yes and then even uh, if you want to uh drive around in the the patrol car for neighborhood watch you know you can sign up with the sheriff department and uh you know we always need people like that uh patrolling all right perfect and, uh, and I have one question you're free to answer or not answer uh, as you'd like. Uh, you know, we actually on our show, we had one of uh, one of your previous colleagues, uh, Andrew Rodriguez. Uh, and, you know, he went on to try to run for a state assembly seat. Uh, do you have any top plans at this time to to change the trajectory of your political career? Yes, uh, I'm, I believe that I have a calling to run for a high office. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me explain a little bit. When I first ran in 2012, uh, even three days before the filing deadline, I never thought I would be running for office. It was a former uh, may- uh, mayor that encouraged me to pull the papers and sign up. Mm. And I didn't know, I didn't understand why I, I you know, uh, I want to do it. And I didn't, you know, like I say, I didn't have a plan to run for office. But it's more that I get involved, the more I think uh, my talents, my time, my efforts can make difference and make people's life better. And it's in Romans 13.1. It's Romans 31 states, we must respect authority from, for all authority came from God and through God, because I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe I'm here to contribute, you know, whatever that I can contribute. And uh, if I'm doing the right thing, he will open more doors for me. So I believe that uh, uh, there is calling for me to go to a higher office. And uh, I will make an announcement here. I'm looking at the congressional seat in two years, which is 2022. Wow, that's exciting! Thank you. Well, so and uh, and uh, thank you, thank you again, Eric, for your uh, your boldness uh, and for your uh, your service to the community. I do. There's one thing I do on the show that I like to uh, I like to throw on my guests, uh, if you wouldn't mind participating, and that is I like to uh, I'm going to bring up a quote, uh, and if you'd be willing to uh, to read that quote as either as straight or dramatically as possible, I would be obliged to you. I admit that I live in the past, but only because the housing is so much cheaper. 
Perfect. All right. Thank you. Thank you for indulging me, Eric. And again, thank you for being on our show today. I really appreciate it. And uh, again, thank you for your service to the community.